Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Bird Brains. My partner is the longtime Eagles beat writer for NJ.com and the Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles tight end, Ken Dunnick. And, Mark, before we dive into the Carolina game, I want to mention that Jersey Man and Philly Man, we're having our annual event on Thursday, November 4th. It's hosted by 97.5 The Fanatics' Mike Missinelli, and we honor six men and women of the year candidates in our area in our Unmasking the Legacy Gala. If you have any information or if you'd like any information for tickets, please email me, ken at jerseymanmagazine.com or call 856-912-4007. And by the way, the new October football issue is out. You wrote a great piece on Bruce Arians. We've got a Nick Sirianni piece written by the Inquirer, Sam Carcitti, and a profile on Donovan McNabb. So if you like football, you want to check out jerseymanmagazine.com. Okay, Mark. Well, I spent three quarters of the day throwing socks in my TV, <laughs> and uh, you t- we texted each other during the game, and you said winning ugly is uh, better than losing pretty, and I totally agree with that. But I was on Twitter for most of the game, and I actually even made a Joe Flacco reference. I'm like, is it uh-uh. time maybe to, to shake this up? Because it was going so poorly for uh, for Jalen Hurts. But, you know, we called it uh, earlier in the week when we did our previous – we said this was a winnable game. I didn't think it was going to be this ugly, but a win is a win, and we'll take it, right? Well, I think they're going to – yeah, I mean, the Eagles aren't going to win a lot of pretty games this year. They're they're, they're just not. This is how they're going to have to win. Um, I told you last week, Christian McCaffrey, if he didn't play, the Eagles had a real good shot to win this game. And although, although I'll tell you, although I'll tell you, Hubbard Chuba well. Hubbard is pretty good back. Yeah, he played. Which, which by the way, by the way, Hubbard is a great example of how you can get jewels in the later rounds. He's a fourth round pick. This kid had a great resume at Oklahoma State, but again, he may not have tested well the combine or whatever, and slips to four. But you know, he's pretty quality back. It's also reason number two hundred and thirty-seven as to why you don't. Invest a lot in running. You wait till the fourth round to get your running back. You don't take one in the first round, even as as much as as great as McCaffrey is. He gets hurt. Running backs get hurt. The Giants. The biggest disaster in in football is the is the New York Giants, and the reason is because they not I mean, there's a million reasons, but one is they took a running back with the number two pick yeah. in the draft when they had a, a thousand other needs. That was, you know, so I mean, that was so unlucky, though, the way he rolls his ankle on yeah, it. And he's, and he's standing there. It's not even near the play. Just it's, That's you feel sorry for that kid. I mean, I, I, but it, it, my point is you don't take running backs. You can get oh, running yeah. backs I mean, like Hubbard and guys like, look at Gainwell. Gainwell's pretty good. When did, yeah. Where do Eagles get, get him? You know? yeah. But anyway, um, you know who won the game for the Eagles, in my opinion, yesterday? Well, other than T.J. Edwards with the block, yeah, yeah well, there you go, the block general, right? and right. the 58-yard field goal. Because that, yeah. to me, was a big kick. I didn't think. Well, it, did you think it was going to make it? It was, it was, it was no, huge. I mean, yeah, I, I, I thought he had the capability of making yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just going to You think it on? I thought it was going to get blocked and returned for a touchdown. The way things were going at that point, and then it kind of turned. It kind of turned, and I mean, you played, so tell me, because I always say this, but I don't know it for a fact other than on a you know, high school level, but going in, isn't it always good? Like, I always say this. After that kick, the Eagles went to the locker room feeling pretty good after not playing well. 
You know, so now they at least they have something to hang on as when they go in the locker room. Hey, we just made we just scored with fifty eight yard away to go Jake. And the Carolinas have gone in there thinking, Oh man, we just gave up a fifty eight yard field. Is that true? Am I right thinking that? Because you I mean You've been, I mean, you know, m- mentally, I think there is a slight advantage for whatever they used to call momentum now. Right. I mean, teams really don't use that term much anymore. But, you know, hey, listen, the Eagles won a three-point game, right? That everything yeah, had to fall in place for, for, right, for this exactly. to happen. Hey, you mentioned special teams. An interesting ob- observation. Yeah. Obviously, the block punt by T.J. Edwards was huge, but did you notice that Jalen Rager tried to run the ball out on every uh, kickoff? Uh, and yeah. last week, he really let those go against Kansas City. So I think there might have been an emphasis this oh, wow. week yeah. for the Eagles special teams on you know trying to make a play. Here, right. Here's Rager. He's letting he's letting balls two yards deep in the end zone go. Hey, wait a minute, man. You're back there for a reason. You're a first-round draft choice. Take the ball and try to make something happen. And I don't know, again, I'm not there anymore. I don't know if he was told early in the year, hey, if it's in the end zone, let it go. We'll, we'll take it to 25. And then yeah. maybe he was told last week, hey, you know what? Let's change that. <laughs> now let's, let's try to make something happen. And why not? You know, let's – any spark can help this. This offense needs a little bit of a spark. And if it's a return, and Rieger's had, Rieger had a couple of decent re- returns, both on punts and kickoffs yesterday. Well, let's talk a little bit. And, again, I'm thrilled with the win. But, you know, we're here to critique the game and the team. And let me tell you a few things of why I think the Eagles are really lacking in football IQ. And I'm not going to lay this on Sirianni because this is stuff that most of these players should have learned really in high school. Um, but, again, we talked a couple weeks ago about the Eagles not running motion, okay? And the reason why you run motion is to confuse the defense. Well, on the first Carolina TD, they stack three, and they do a little movement there, and they lose one of the guys, and it results in a Carolina touchdown. And it's easy to confuse younger players on defense when you move people around in different formations. And so that, that's item one on the IQ list. Uh, number two is uh, Greg Ward with the illegal pick on the Smith touchdown in the first quarter. Yeah. I mean, it's odd. all he has to do is stop and stand there and, and let Smith go in front of him. But instead, you know, he blocks him like he's a fullback, and it was an obvious pick play. And it, too many times the Eagles are, are making these mistakes. I'll, I'll go through a couple more, but, you know, on, on the first two items, what do you think? Well, no, I, the motion, we, we talked about that after the um... – was it the Cowboy loss where they never they didn't even use they never use yes I mean like you said that's high school coaches use motion now I mean it's not like it's we're we're you know coming up with something out of the out of the blue here um, that's yeah and then Ward's play yeah that's a, it was too it was too blatant I mean it was too it was too guys, obvious yeah, guys, you got to be smart yes guys listen pick plays are run all the time and guys get away with it. But, yeah, you can't do it like that, and you can't – yeah, you did. that was just a bad play. Well, and let's talk, let's talk he, he, does go out, he does a lot of good things, Greg Ward. I like Greg Ward. But yeah, yeah, I do, too. That wasn't one of his better moments. Well, now let's talk about this. How about the high snap, okay? Hurts yeah. makes two, I thought, half-hearted attempts to, to bat the ball. You've got to either get on that ball or kick it out of the end zone or do anything you need. And he was actually very lucky. The ball came oh, off really? of the player. Otherwise, that's a Carolina touchdown, and we lose hey. the game. But that, I mean, aren't you? Don't you have to go after that ball a little harder than yes. what he did with I, 
a little bit, yeah. But I, if, if, but if we were doing, if this was Panther talk instead of bird brains, <laughs> we'd be, I'd be ripping the Panthers. You got to recover that ball if you're the Panthers. Yes. That's you gave away four point or five points there, right? I mean, yes. you got to that, that. That was a touch. That, they 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 handed you a touchdown there. Now here's here's my last item on the football IQ list. Okay. You, know, you know the Eagles are they're trying to run out the clock. You know the, the Carolina's uh, running right. out of timeouts. I think they had one or two left. Miles Sanders runs out of bounds twice uh, on the drive. And, and did you see he was he was taken out of the game and he got yes. undressed on the sideline and rightfully so. That stuff again. That, that's high school stuff that you know, big time players that. can't play. How do you? And maybe that you know people are wondering why. He's, his carries have gone down, and why Gainwell is almost sharing time, right? I mean, much more than, like, than we thought. Yeah, they like Gainwell more out of the backfield. Sanders did have 11 carries for 45 yards yesterday. And it was 11 carries, I mean, that's a lot for, for the Eagles. <laughs> it is a lot. They had three two weeks ago. <laughs> but I'm saying 11, you know, that's, that's, that's like, you know, that's not a, that's not called a workhorse, but 11 carries. But, but I'm saying, yeah, how do you not, I mean, that's junior high. You know that. Not even not even high school. Junior yeah, high you know, school. You, you you know you're trying to kill the clock. You don't go out of bounds. To their credit, they took him out. They they coached yeah. him up on the sideline and they let Gainwell. But actually why do you have nice to do that? Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to do it at this level this of football. Played, you this kid, I mean, he played Penn State, right? They didn't they didn't they didn't teach him that there. I mean, they or wherever he went to high. I mean, come on. That's you're right. That's just. I don't know what that is. That's. <laughs> uh, and again, we're, I don't want to focus on negativity, but the only way you get better is to try to point out the inadequacies. You know, nine penalties again for the Eagles. Uh, Singleton, who is making some athletic plays, I think he was in on eight or nine tackles yesterday. He's, he's an active kid, but uh, an unnecessary face mask in the first quarter and a, a terribly blatant, unnecessary roughness call when the guy's trying to give himself up and he goes and cracks him in the head that extends drives. You know, Mulata had a bad hold. And, again, nine penalties is too much for a team. You're going to go through this this type of stuff with, with the young football team, but it concerns me that they're doing it week after week and, and really not improving in this area. Well, what I said when um... – when we had that, when we did our preview show, when uh, Kevin was on with us, Kevin Nagandi from ESPN, mm-hmm. um, and we talked about what we want to see from this team this year. None of us thought playoffs. None of us were, were had any grand expectations for this team. But my big thing was I wanted to see improvement week to week. I, I wanted to see them play better in December than they did in September. I wanted to see, you know, I want to see things, the, the mistakes they made early, and they're making mistakes not be there. Well, they did win, and that's a big – and the win's a win's a win, and they're two and three, which is not awful. Um, but but you're right. I'm still seeing nine penalties. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still seeing – I'm seeing a guy go out of bounds when, he, when he's supposed to let the clock – when, when, you're, when you're trying to kill the clock. Uh, I'm seeing things that I shouldn't see from an NFL team. Now, on the bright side, the defense did come to play yesterday. We had three picks in the game, two by Darius Slay, one by Kevin Nelson. We had three sacks. We actually got a Fletcher Cox sighting, and yeah, was in on a couple of tackles. That was that was interesting. Uh, Josh Sweat, of course, had a sack, and Hargrave, who, who's played well. Uh, the defense uh, did come to play yesterday, and that's encouraging. 
And guess what? If the offense is going to struggle like this, the defense it becomes more and more important week after week, that especially this heralded defensive line, who uh, even the commentators on, on the game yesterday for Fox said, you know, they, on paper, this is a great group. Well, it is on paper, but they haven't played that way so far, but they sure did yesterday. Yeah, they did. And like I said, and I, and like I said, I thought the big thing was, and it goes over, it goes overlooked so often. We talk offense, we talk defense, even when we're doing a preview matchups and you know, how does this match, how does, how does Eagles offense match up against the other team's defense and vice versa. For a lot of years, when I covered the team, you know, the Eagles had the best special teams in the league year after year after year under John Harbaugh. It's how John Harbaugh earned his wings to become a head, head coach in this league. Um, well, special teams can win and lose games for you. And yesterday, I real I'm, I'm gonna, I give special teams to that that little kid they have coaching them. I call him a little kid. What's he? Twenty nine? To me, that's a little kid now. Uh, I got I got t shirts that are twenty nine years old. Uh, but uh, you know they you know a fifty eight yard field goal, some good returns at the, the you know to give him decent field position and a blocked punt. That's yeah. That's some big plays. I mean that. Every, they don't block the punt. They don't win the game. They don't make a 58-yard field goal. The game at, at, at worst, go, at best, goes overtime. So yeah. I got to give that special teams and that kid coach a lot of credit. Yesterday. Absolutely. Now, the one thing that uh, no one mentioned, and I caught it pretty much right away, when they're trying to run the ball to run out the clock at the end of the game, did you see that they went, they went to an unbalanced line? They had Mulata on the left. Who's Dillard, who's supposed to be the left tackle, tackle. was was inside of him. Dickerson right. next to him, Kelsey Driscoll, and then they had Goddard uh, on the line. So that's their seven, and then they had Ertz uh, as a flanker on that side. But uh, you know the the um, the commentators didn't pick it up. But right away, I'm looking for. Well, I said, boy, the, the line looks weird. Yeah. It's heavy on the left side. Then they actually stopped the video and counted <laughs> the players and saw the numbers and saw what they were doing. And, that's a good job. I mean, that's a twist that like a lot that. of teams don't do, and uh, it helped them, you know, run out the clock. You're right, and I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. That's, we've criticized the schemes and the, the fact they don't do a lot of things that we'd like to see them do. That was pretty innovative. I mean, I can say it, but, it, yeah, it was, a, it was a good move, and it worked. So, yep. it's a, you know, you have to give, give Sirianni or whoever called that. It may, might have been Stoutland. <laughs> um, yeah. But we have to give, give him credit there. So they got the they, but they got a game Thursday night. They do. Um, usually the home team is is has a on Thursday, right? Tom Brady, Tom Brady's nicked up. He's got a bad thumb. He was talking about it at his press conference. Hey, we miss McCaffrey for Carolina. Maybe Brady's not at hundred percent. I'll take him any way we can get him. Mark, the time goes too fast. It does. Uh, we'll, we we will be back hopefully next week to talk about an Eagles win uh, with, against Tom Brady. For Mark Eckel, this is Ken Dunnick. Thanks for listening to the Bird Brains, everybody. Take care.